My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today our theme is Create Your Own Happily Ever After. This is a theme near and dear to my heart, as you guys know. Um, I'm, I'm living the life of my dreams now, but that was not always the case. And as I teach my students and my clients and I write about it in my book, it's important to find that for yourself with your higher spirit before you go seeking it in external terms. So you got to take the power, you've got to realize you've got it within and start creating with life. And I've got my guest here, Elise Morgan. She's a life coach, author, speaker, and the founder of Doormat to Diva Secret Formula. And we're going to talk all about what it means to create your happily ever after. So welcome, Elise. How are you today? I'm great. I'm so appreciative that you have me here today. I'm excited to chat with you. Oh, you're so welcome. Glad to have you here. So why don't you share what you do in the Doormat to Diva Secret Formula? The, Dor- the Dorma Tativa Secret Formula actually is an online coaching program that helps um, women. Well, I specialize right now in helping women going through divorce or divorced to create their own happily ever after. So that particular program is a coaching program that is online. And then you have also access to me as your personal coach. Awesome. Awesome. And what do you find um, is the biggest um, aha moment that women have when they are doing the work around creating their happily ever after? Like, you know, and not, you know, especially after divorce. I mean, that's a that's a tower moment. You know, if we're talking like uh, archetypal, everything just falls down around you and you have to find yourself again and build a new life. So um, can you share, uh, you know, what's a typical success story in your program or what's a what's a moment where they go, ah, I get it. And then they start building this new life. I think the biggest aha moment is that they realize how much power that they have, Mm -hmm. that they were giving away and that they are the creator of their own happily ever after and their aha moment is that they don't have to look outside of themselves for that yeah absolutely because we do tend to do that it's um you know a a lot of people maybe everybody but especially women are enculturated to to sort of do that and we forget that oh it's us in the universe if we really work with that as our primary partner we can create some amazing things and you don't have to be partnered with a human being to to live an extraordinary life um, and I think, uh, do you, do you find, and this may be very new with your clients, but do you find once they find that they even find that ideal partnership, not long after they get to that happily ever after, or is that a more, he- you know, longer healing journey for them before they find that? I think that's, I think it's up to each individual because once they do realize like, wow, I've been, you use the word almost conditioned to think that I can't be happy unless I am with someone or in a relationship. I think that once they realize that you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy, they may choose not even to be in one. It's, 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 and they, and they go into the next 
relationship empowered and knowing what they want and need and they won't tolerate anything less than that so i hear you (laughs) i've been there for sure like trying it over and over again and like oh what a this is just a waste of time let me just go be happy on my own (laughs) so and that's what i let's i'm sorry go ahead oh i was going to ask what some tips you have but share what you're going to share and then maybe uh maybe a few tips that you would offer people oh i've had that that thought went out the window. I don't even remember uh, okay. what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. So, what tips do you have for women that come to you in for the first time that are looking like, oh, create your happily ever after? Like, yeah, I'm tired of being a doormat. I wanna, I wanna create my own life. Um, what sort of um, lifestyle changes do you guide them through in your program? Well, the, I have a, a couple of different steps. And the number one thing that I like to show them is to have awareness. So awareness of so many different things is number one, awareness of maybe what type of relationship they were in in the first place, awareness of themselves, awareness of how they speak with themselves, awareness of how they are you know, acting within their lives, within themselves. So it's an awareness. I bring awareness to them selves and their surroundings first and foremost um i deal with awareness i deal with enlightenment i deal with um just there's i have so many different steps i uh i i'm just losing my train of thought but mostly the number one thing is awareness awareness of who you want to be what type of life do you want to live and awareness on where you're accountable and where you are right now mm-hmm yeah, I, I hear you. And that, that is important to, I, I guess, for any of us, and I think most of us coaches, if not all of us, we we tend to realize that like, hey, the common denominator in all of this mess is me. <laughs> and maybe I yeah. haven't allowed myself to have this power. But once we give ourselves that accountability and permission, that's when things really start changing. So can you share a little bit about your journey that brought you to this work? And, and, and I know you've had some stuff in your past, but, you know, maybe focus on that turning point when you said, hey, you know what, I can, I can live differently. I can do this differently. It's my choice. Well, like you said, you, you go through uh, the, your life challenges sometimes over and over and over again. And that's where the learning process takes place. So that's what I'm here for is to fast track everyone else so they don't keep making the same mistakes. But for me, um, looking back, a very profound moment that has nothing to do with divorce is I had a a younger sister that committed suicide. And I'm a mindset coach, first and foremost, and a self-love coach. So that shows, you know, suicide shows like where you are in your mind and what you feel about yourself. And, And then I was very close to my dad and he had died very early, he died at 55 years old. So I think those two losses for me uh, were profound and but also propelled me to start to look into myself. And I just wasn't happy. I was, you know, outside looking in, what I like to tell everyone is that, you know, you're married, you have the home, you have the white picket fence, you have the two dogs, you have everything, the vacations, and you're just not happy. So the turning point for me was I just couldn't take it anymore. And nothing profound happened. But I knew I needed to leave the marriage. And once I left the marriage, that's when the learning process took place, you know, uh, 
of finding yourself because I think a lot of us women, you know, like you said, like you think getting married or you're, you're conditioned to think getting married brings you happiness, but you start to find yourself because you never knew yourself. So it's just that journey of, you know, going through like, who am I? What do I want? Not having the self-confidence, not having the self-worth and finding it. You're, you basically date yourself. Um, <laughs> yes. That's how you basically, you know, find your happily ever after. But it's through the trials and tribulations of my, you know, long, like I call it suffering because you're suffering through, but you're also learning. So that was my turning point. And then once you have that aha moment, oh, this is the way you do it. This is the connection you're supposed to have to your, to the universe, whatever you, you want to choose to call it. That's like the, oh my God, this is, you, you want to tell everyone that's the way to go. That's it. That's it. And I'm, I'm a real big fan of dating yourself. <laughs> uh, that was something yes. that, that, you know, uh, I think a, a lot of us, we, we might sit home if we're not in relationships and, you know, some of us scroll the, the dating websites or just wish away the day or maybe just veg on the couch. And then that depression sets in and that like lack of, of life force comes in. And when something's not happening and that partner's not, not there, I find that is a huge opportunity to tune into our intuition and say, what do we really feel like we're guided to do today? And sometimes it is a walk in the woods or, um, you know, go gather some things at the local store or, you know, go visit a friend or call somebody. Sometimes it is just staying home. But um, one thing I used to love to do is say, all right, Friday and or Saturday, I'm going to go to a movie. I'll take a book to the restaurant so I'm not staring at everybody, you know, back before cell phones and stuff. Um, and, and just I'm going to entertain myself just as if I had someone there to talk to. And once I enjoyed my own company, it became much easier to say no to these, you know, dates that I didn't like. I'm like, you know, if I'd rather be home with my dogs and reading a book than with with this guy, I'm I'm this is a no. You know, there was no question about it. So <laughs> exactly, I, I I like to say there's a big difference between being alone or lonely. Yeah. So being home alone or home feeling lonely are two very different things. So you know, when you're a home, when you're alone. And empowered you don't have to you don't you won't be feel depressed about it because it's just it's just a uh, neutral thing you're home by yourself it's not good or bad it's you're just home by yourself so yep. entertain yourself and that's where self-love comes in and self-acceptance and not being you know being aware that you don't need someone else to have a good time or yeah. to be happy that's right. And sacred solitude is huge. And I think um, that awareness you were talking about uh, without the sacred solitude and this kind of being with oneself to examine our thoughts and just to be present to what we're putting out there, it, it's hard to get a get a grasp on on that awareness. Uh, so I think that's a big first step in, in that that journey. So um, you mentioned that your greatest success was trusting the power of the universe and living with inner peace and positive vibes as much as possible. And what you're talking about, you know, being, um, uh, you know, being okay, being at home by yourself or with whatever's going on in the world. Can you share your journey to like learning how to just be in that Zen zone <laughs> and trusting the universe, no matter what's going on around you? Funny, I'm I'm now uh, married, remarried, and my husband calls it my Buddha world, <laughs> because it we all wake up with choice. We have the choice to choose happiness and choose inner peace, and we make the choice. So first and foremost, I don't um, plug into the outside world too much because it's we, uh, we won't even go to where that is. <laughs> yeah. But we're all 
we are all born with the connection and just as we go through our life because of the way the world is or the way you're taught or whatever it is you sometimes lose that connection so i find if you just stay connected to your source energy and that you know your inner being which is pure love if you will um that's how you remain in your zen zone because it's it's just everything's all good there there is just pure zen and that's what I meant by that, you just stay aligned. I, I, that's another word I was trying to use before. It's your alignment. What are you aligned with? So if you stay aligned with your inner being and the power of the universe, the power that creates worlds, you will, you'll, for the most part, you're always feeling pretty damn good. <laughs> that's amen. And I think that's really, that's just how you said that is it can be compared to if you stay aligned with all the things that are terrible going on in the world, all the dramas, all the, you know, dramas in other people's lives or in your life, it's, that's what you will notice more of. So when we talk about creating, we can only exactly. notice so many things at once. If we're focused on noticing what's moving in the right direction and what's feeling good, then we're not as dragged down. You know, it's not about completely ignoring things, but it is about like, what am I going to give my full attention to? Um, we'll exactly. Stay so so you mentioned that, um, you know, and even though we help people, we all have challenges. And you mentioned that one of your challenges is still second guessing yourself. So can you share a little bit about that second guessing or not fully listening to your inner nudges? I don't know if yeah. that has to do with your business or your personal life, but um, talking about would really help the listener. So if you don't mind sharing. I think what people would need to hear is that even though we are in this higher place and you know we live in our zen world that a lot of old things still affect us as well and it because it came from and a lot of the women i work with come from that you wouldn't you don't have the self-confidence or the self-worth that you or you weren't even allowed to have a voice you tend to never learn what you want or don't want or someone puts down on it whatever the the reasonings are so when you have a a thought or something, whether it's personal or business, and you don't stay aligned with it, then that's when you'll be like, is that right? Should I do that? I wonder if that's this. And, you know, the overthinking takes place because you're not trusting yourself. And you could, you know, the listeners would love to hear how, you know, I go through it as well, but now I, I know all the steps to take when that happens. So you're nipping it in the bud rather quickly instead of that, that kind of thought process to take over. So it's just a matter of, again, the alignment with what is right for you. What is the next best step for you? And when you listen with that pure alignment and connection, you won't second guess yourself because the second guessing and stuff comes from, you know, ego and all that all that mm. kind of mind stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what steps would you, if you had just a, a couple of tips uh, for the show today, what steps do you take when, when that stuff sets in? Well, it's all about being a, that, that awareness of like, wait a minute, this is what's going on. That is not a productive way of thinking. That is not doing me any good. And, you know, I just, you take that step back and then, you know, you go within and say, you know, what's going on here within why, you know, why are you feeling like this? It's really, I, it's how I say that a lot to a lot of my clients, like we, we have to learn to take that step back when something's not feeling good within. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes would you say it's you, you're not feeling aligned with the actions you're taking and therefore a new action is required 
or sometimes it's a fear keeping you from doing what you know you need to do. <laughs> well, fear is, I, I, I explained to my clients, like fear is not a bad thing because you could be excited about something and be fearful. So that's a good fear. But mm -hmm. if fear is because you're afraid of the unknown or afraid you're going to get it wrong or afraid someone's going to make fun of you or afraid what people are thinking, that's not a productive type of feeling or fear. So yeah, it's all about being aware of what is going on within. And this is for everyone, not just women. Unfortunately, a lot of people walk around like sleepwalking through their life. So they're not really aware of what's going on in their mind and their body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is. And, and well, it's kind of circling back around to what we were talking about, looking for that outward approval instead of yes. does this feel good to me, uh, which really yeah. simplifies things. It really does. Um, any of those out there that that wonder about that, it's just it's very, very simple. It's just we like to complicate things. Our egos like to complicate things because they love looking for problems, yes. don't they? <laughs> well, and we're um, not taught as society. We're exactly. not taught as a society. Yes, exactly. That's yeah, we were kind of born into the the more egoic structures. And then more and more uh, people these days are looking for a better way. I mean, with the anxiety rates so high and, um, you know, depression, and it's like all of that is that kind of symptoms of being our spirit being outside of our bodies, not being present to our current yes. moment awareness. So so this work is very organic, and it's very helpful and dealing with some of those things, uh, along with other tools. So um, with all my guests, I always like to offer a reading. Would you uh, be open to me sharing your cards? Absolutely. Love it. Oh, good. So, um, you know, the big question was the second guessing when it does come up for you and, and wherever it does come up. Um, I do see you coming out of a time where um, it may have been uh, some hard work or a push to create something new may have taken you out of your inner witness. And, and that might be when it happens the most, like maybe when you're, I don't know, some, for me, sometimes it's a push with business or a push with a new project. It's like, okay, I've got to be in my mind and think really hard about this. So therefore I get into the stress more often instead of the Zen zone. Do you know what I'm talking about? This would be in the recent past. Recent past, yes. Yeah, okay. Would you like oh, sorry, one more time? I was going to say, would you like me to elaborate, but I'll let you just keep doing the reading. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, so currently, yeah, we'll, we'll ask at the end. So currently, uh, you're definitely allowing yourself to be very creative. You're stepping out there and being visible more. And the wild aspects of yourself that you kept hidden are, are wanting to step out. Um, if anything, um, make sure that you have a good energetic boundary, but you don't have to hide everything away. I feel that the more that you can show your own vulnerabilities and the more you tell your own personal story, and we spoke a little bit about that before the show, but however you can do that in a way that's helpful for others um, is, is going to be very impactful. But as you connect with others, uh, make sure that you have a good energetic boundary and watch your emotions to make sure you're not pulled too far into other people's stuff. Um, there is something coming up here that you're going to need to let go of an old identity or an old way of being um, in order to see the beauty in your path and, and to, to walk the higher road. Um, so I feel like whatever you've been wondering, like, do I need to just grieve this and let it go once and for all? Absolutely. Because once you do that, you make room for the new to come in. Um, so can you share a little bit about the details around that of, of, of anything yes. that I just said? <laughs> You're spot on uh, with uh, many things. So uh, firstly, you said about um, 
the, I think you touched on like the people pleasing and the energetic boundaries and not getting pulled. And that's one thing that I have very consciously tried to do, because even just going out sometimes to the supermarket, you know, you, you can feel the energetic pull and you, I'm very aware of that. You know, sometimes I just don't feel well and then that will be the reasons. And I, and I, and I do, uh, feel that as well with working with more and more clients or getting on more and more calls to help people like you just you have to be very protective of your own energy with that um the grieving is hit home for me because there are two things you know one of the things that we spoke about before uh the we started recording that's something i have to i i grieve on that subject every day but i have to like really let it go mm -hmm. uh which touches on a little bit on you know what folk what you focus on grows so of course you don't want to focus on the things you know i teach that in my course actually is you know go through the grieving process in a in a, a positive enlightening way so you can let it go and i'm also grieving i don't want i could say this out loud i'm grieving um my old identity if you will mm -hmm. before i became a life coach i was a personal trainer and a professional figure athlete um competitor and i'm having a hard time letting that girl go you know, mm. especially on the physical level. I know it's just physical, but it's time to move on and embrace the new. Uh, the final nine is going to be the best me, best yet. But you, like you said, you can't move forward if you're dragging the path, you know, that yeah. other identity. So I, I, I definitely identified with that. And I forgot what you said about the last thing was it is, it is just finding beauty in that in that new phase and in, in the aging process yes. I think aging gracefully, um, discovering who you are um, now that you're moving into those, uh, you know, I could say crone years, elder years, whatever you want to say, but like fully embracing and say, who am I going to be? I created my best self in those years and I loved her. So now what does that best self look like? And it's more of an evolution than it is a loss. Exactly. And I think that I like to tell my clients this as well. I'm growing each day. We don't just get to, like we spoke about before the show, the happily ever after. And then that's that you get there and it's like, oh, okay, I got there. No, you got to that level. And then there's the next level. There's always improvement and elevation and with our lives you don't just get to a you know a place and you're like okay that's it you go to the next the next level and that's what i am uh i've grown to like i'm so excited about this part of my life and you know each day i work on my own self even you know with the stuff we just spoke about like letting go of the old stuff or the old past everything and just moving forward in the best possible way you can and be a, you know, I call myself like a lighthouse for our clients. I'm like the beacon yeah. to show them out of the storm because we're, we're out of our storm mm -hmm. and we're, you know, we are the best role models for the people that maybe have struggling now because we show that it's possible because a right. lot of people go through, like, oh, it's impossible. No, it is possible. We're, I'm right here in front of you. So, exactly. <laughs> so the only one stop, no, I appreciate the reading because it really, was spot on. Oh, good. You're so welcome. It's always a pleasure. So um, we've run out of time for the day, but uh, where can people find you if they'd like to know more about you? Well, I have a 
free private Facebook group called Create Your Own Happily Ever After for Midlife Women. That's right on Facebook. I am at Instagram at coach underscore Elise Morgan. And also on Amazon, you can get my book. It's called Create, I'm sorry, uh, Go From Miserable to Magical, um, a guide for women to create their own happily ever after. And of course, I'm the author. So check that out on Amazon. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here, Elise, and for sharing your light. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.